day zach it's opening day of college baseball one of the most anticipated days on the sports calendar uh college baseball gets kicked off and obviously the defending national tiger uh, the defending national champions the lsu tigers uh open their season as well uh we're, we're really pumped about this season to see with all the zach the turnover What's this team going to be like following uh, what happened last season? Um, but college baseball has started. We'll give you our thoughts on today's game with VMI and how that went. And uh, we'll look forward to the rest of the weekend as well. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of kind of our thoughts on the seasons and, and how that will play out and uh, where we may end up, whether we think, you know, we're repeating, we're going back to back, or whether we're, you know, like a, a super regional exit. That we'll give you our thoughts on that. And then, of course, we'll give you a basketball hoops recap. Um, and got a game as well tomorrow for the men. Uh, the women kind of had the week off, but we'll give you a little recap uh, uh, on the hoops uh, re of this past week and what they did. So, Zach. Virginia Military Institute is the LSU Tigers' first opponent. Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good schedule. team. And, hey, man, Ben McDonald and, and, and Lynn Rollins were speaking before the game about how potent their offense is. And they, they weren't lying, man. They were not lying. The 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 key debts, the key debts came to play, I man. I don't know what that is. What is what's a key debt? Well, they were literally discussing that on, on on the coverage and were trying to figure out where key debts came from. And it was supposedly there was two possible answers. One of them was like key debt was like a color or a name of one of their uniforms from long ago, and it just kind of stuck, the key debts. Uh, or it was just uh, a southern twang to cadets because obviously – it's a military institute. It's a military uh, college. So I, I, I lean towards the, the Southern Twang side. I, I don't know the story behind the uniform or what that was. But if I had to guess, they were the cadets, but everybody was saying the key dance. And that's where that came from. That's, I think, the, probably the most logical thing. Uh, but it's the key dance. We played the key dance today. Um, and and they were right. I, I mean, they, their analysis of of their style of play was absolutely accurate. Um, and, and they man, Zach, they came ready to play. So, um, Zach, I want to real quickly kind of discuss uh, the day of baseball a little bit. Uh, well, maybe some of the SEC, um, and then uh, I'll. Then we'll kind of get our initial thoughts coming off the the game against VMI. So Zach, currently, right now, and I have the game running on my phone. Uh, well, and the game is over. Florida, the number two team in the country. Yeah, the number two team in the country just lost their home opener against St. John's. Uh, I, I hate Florida, so that makes me really happy. But <laughs> here's the reality. Here's the reality. Ended last season with a loss. Started this season yeah, started with a loss. Season with a loss. Yeah, you started just how you ended. 
So, anyways, they the the Florida Gators just 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 took a loss. Zach, um, around baseball, which obviously LSU, they they at times the game was a little dicey. They trailed in several innings, uh, but as fans, we 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 don't need to overreact. We don't need to jump to conclusions because if you look across the board when it comes to college baseball, number one, college baseball in general is just more competitive. Uh, number two, what's up, Ryan? Appreciate you being in here. Uh, number two, hey, Michael Bowen from Jones Boogie, Arkansas. Jonesboro, glad you're in here, Mike. Good to see you, buddy. Um, uh, baseball tends to be more competitive, but it's also the first game of the season. So you got to knock the rust off. And that's kind of what I wanted to point to. Like Florida just lost, and I love that they just lost their home opener. But the reality is Florida's going to be a really stinking good team this year, regardless of, of, of them just losing. It sucks to be a Florida Gator. Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. It, and it really stinks to lose in the national championship. So it felt really good to get our get back from uh, the, the the loss to Florida. Uh, was it 2011? I'm drawing a blank. Why am I drawing 17, bro? Come on, 17. man. I'm thinking of LSU versus Bama. That, yeah, I don't know why I was. 2017. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um. It felt really nice to get that get back uh, on the little the team that literally beat us. Anyways, so point the the point being though, I I, I can't stand the Florida Gators, but they're a really good team. They just lost their home opener. Not that big, right? LSU they're struggling uh, a little bit in the game. You go watch the Arkansas game, James Madison. They there were struggles there as well. You look at the Mississippi State game. They were struggling early and down uh, to Air Force early. Uh, currently, right now, Texas is losing to San Diego in their home opener, and Texas is ranked uh, in the top ten. So here's the reality. Yes, was it a bit of a kind of a battle today? Absolutely. But I think that's really good for – our team in particular, it's it's really good for every team that that opens up with a game like that. Uh, it's not just a complete blowout. It's a reality check. Okay, we're here. It's the season opener. This isn't inter-squad competition anymore. This is the real deal. Um, so I, I love the competition, but let's not overreact and act like, you know, it's the worst thing ever. That's your herd. It could never be a Friday night starter or, or whatever the thought may be, right, Zach? So, Zach, give me your initial thoughts coming off the game with VMI. What what did you like? What did you not like? Uh, you know, give us your, your general thoughts from today. I'll start with the positive, you know, Reagan. I, I tend to be more positive uh, most of the time. But <laughs> um, I really liked what I saw from the veteran players. You know, Josh yeah. Pearson, Aiden Travinsky – um, Jared Jones looked really good as well. Um, I liked what I saw from the freshman Jake Brown, but really I think my player of the game and, and this kind of validates it. I just, I just got back home and saw on Twitter that he was awarded the magic moment by Jay Johnson. And, uh, so Mac Bingham was my player of the game, uh, for sure. Yeah. He just came up in really clutch moments. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the inning where, you had taken the lead because of all the hits. I mean, they hit five guys hit by yeah. pitch five times in the sixth inning. And, you know, you're like happy with that because you're scoring. Right. Uh, right. But in the same, in the same instance, you're like, okay, we just, we just, now we just need a big hit. Like we just need a big hit. We need a breakthrough. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of moments in baseball where you don't get that. You don't get yeah. that, you know, um, yeah. you're just like, we just need a breakthrough this inning. You know, we need to capitalize on what VMI has given us. And um, Mac Bingham did that, man. Uh, he had three hits. I, I think he had three hits on. The, no, excuse me. He had two hits on the day. He was two. He was two for for three. Um, just really solid at the plate. Very self disciplined at the plate. Um, so Mac Bingham, Josh Pearson looked phenomenal as well. I know one of those hits was, you know, was uh, controversial with him. You know, running. You know, it was a bang bang play at first base. First base, and they. They did the replay and everything, and ultimately it stood. To be honest, I kind of thought it was out. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, but 
you know, he's got an extra hit in there with with that play. He had the big double uh, as well. Yeah. Hayden Travinsky looked phenomenal. Uh, Hayden Travinsky actually had uh, three hits on the day. He was three for four. Obviously had yep. the big home run in the eighth inning that kind of gave you a little bit more cushion going into the ninth. Uh, so, yeah, the veteran guys look good. The only veteran guy that didn't have a, a, a great day was Tommy. Tommy went 0 for 4. He had two moments where he could have really come in the clutch and, and delivered for LSU, just didn't. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to that in any way, but because uh, we know what Tommy can do. I mean, right? We know what yeah. he can do and from it, last and year. one of them, the very first pitch, he was hitting the back. So Exactly. He did have a hit by pitch. Um, Tommy's going to be fine. I'm not worried about Tommy at all. Um, so as far as hitting wise, I think LSU, you know, they pick, kind of picked up where they left off. I mean, eleven runs on the game. Yeah, uh, I, under, I understand it's a lesser opponent. You get, you got guys where their their fastballs are, you know, upper eighties, low nineties. <laughs> you know, like you know any or, or you know anywhere from mid nineties to or excuse me, mid eighties to low nineties. Yeah. So like you know the pitching you, you're facing, but I mean they're so used to seeing. 90 plus, you know, that's yeah. that's tough for a hitter when you have to go out and face a guy that's throwing mid 80s. So, you know, I thought they looked phenomenal. I think the offense definitely, um, you know, that was probably the biggest question mark going into this season because of who you lost from last season on the national championship right. team. So it's like, hey, where are we going to find our offense? You knew you had Tommy and you knew you had young guys that um, obviously had pretty good first seasons in their freshman year with yeah. Paxton Kling and, and obviously Bear Jones. Um, so, you know, you know, what is Mike, what is, uh, what is Mac Bingham going to do as he transfers in from Arizona is Malazzo going to take another step up after he, he looked really good last year hitting wise. Yeah. Um, how does Michael Braswell look? Michael Braswell really didn't have a good day, but he did, he did what was necessary. I mean, he laid down a bunt. He had yeah. a sack fly um, that advanced the runner. So I know he didn't get a hit, but he, um, he definitely made an impact on the game uh, as well defensively. So yeah. hitting, I think LSU is going to be pretty good. Uh, and it might, that might be a little bit of an overreaction with the opponent they're facing. But I think the offense, you know, considering you have Jay Johnson and and Wanaco behind this offense, I think LSU is going to be just fine uh, when it comes to scoring runs. And we, we've also seen throughout the last uh, two seasons uh, in the past that – uh, Jay Johnson is willing to adapt and uh, yep. how they manufacture runs. And so I'm really excited for this offense the rest of the season. As far as pitching goes, look, I know a lot of people are going to over – I know there was a lot of fans that overreacted to Thatcher Hurd. I thought he looked really good in the first two and two-thirds innings. Yeah. Um, I thought he, he looked like the Thatcher Hurd from last season. And then you just kind of had – you know, you had the walk and then you had the balk. And then yep. you had that hit, and that's kind of where things unraveled for him. Right. But I mean, if you think about it, if you're able to get out of that, that if you're able to get out of that third inning, I think he would have been perfectly fine uh, to go another another inning or two innings. So yep. it just it just kind of unraveled for him there in the third. And, and you know, it's not really necessary right now in this type of season to try and leave him in there and 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 work things out. I right. think, you know, you want to get some other guys in there, get some work. Obviously, you saw Justin Lohr come in. I thought Justin looked okay. Um, he worked a, an inning and a, and a third, and he recorded, I think, I think he recorded one strikeout. Um, but I think he looked really good. His stuff looks really good. So, we'll see how he progresses the rest of the season. Gavin Gidry came in, uh, gave you gave you uh, two outs, and, and had, had a strikeout there as well. You know, his breaking ball continues to be uh, ferocious. Um, but really the biggest, the biggest story pitching wise on the day was Nate Ackenhausen and, uh, Nate Ackenhausen looked really, really good. He had six strikeouts for you in only three innings. He was recording two strikeouts an inning. Um, he came in, settled things down, put up some zeros where you, when you really needed it, uh, especially when, when VMI had taken the lead. Um, and so, you know, Ackenhausen looks like he is going to be an extremely, extremely reliable bullpen guy, uh, as he was counted on last year. And then Gage Jumpman, dude, he only he only pitched for an inning, but he looks like he could potentially have the best arm on the team. I yeah. mean, the stuff, the stuff is just really good. And I know we didn't get a chance to do our preview of the pitching. Um, Reagan, you know, Reagan went on a date night this past Thursday night, and Monday we weren't able to go. But um, man, dude, it was it was really really 
really good to see Gage jump. And I know he had kind of dealt with a little bit of an injury, nothing major, but a small injury heading into this season. He looked fine, man. I mean, I mean as you mentioned to me, I asked you because I was at work when the game was going on. I asked you, you know, you know, what was the what's the what was the fastest that he hit, you know, on his pitch on his pitches? And I think you said it was ninety six. Um, yeah, yeah Gage jump ninety six. Gage jump. I mean, with the stuff that he has pitching wise, I mean, he he could be a Friday night guy. Yeah. And um, obviously, Thatcher is going to be your workhorse. He's going to be your ace. Um, and then Luke Coleman, we're going to get to see him tomorrow and see how he how he fares. But really excited about the starting rotation. I understand it's a little disappointing because. You know, Thatcher Thatcher gave up those four runs. Um, but he had four Ks. He had four Ks through two and two-thirds inning. So, a um, little bit of inconsistency there. I, I expect as the season progresses, he'll be fine. And I agree. I, I do. But, you know, with Gage, coming off Tommy Johns, he missed last season. I, I think they're going to take it a little slow, maybe kind of work him into things. Um uh, you might know, be a so. might be a little bit different situation, but you know, similar to that uh, to um, I'm going blank. Ty Floyd last year, you know, Ty Floyd yeah. didn't start the first weekend of right. last year, right. and then he became he became your number two and a really really freaking good number two. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of worked him in as the season progressed, and probably you see something similar with Gage Jump, but just with him having yep. to deal with the injury. Yeah, I, I'm, and and I would agree. I think eventually Gage finds himself in a, in a probably the weekend rotation. Some, you know, I think some. Which you you look at last year's hack, and we started Paul Skeens, and then did we go to Chase Shores on Saturday? No, we went to we went to Riley Cooper, Riley Cooper, and then Sunday was Chase Shores. Correct. You know, and then you saw how it ended up playing out in the end. So. Certainly, you don't say, say look at this and say, "All right, this is it." Like, like there's going to be changes, and and, and they're going to work guys in and and bring guys up to speed. And uh, with Gage, I think he's going to be so crucial to our pitching staff, uh, especially when it we, we're getting into uh, you know SEC play. I think it's you, that we really. Uh, need to work him in and eventually get him in that rotation. And some, Zach, I, I think some former fashion, we're going to see Hurd, Holman, and Jump. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, and this may be a little crazy, but if one of them just, you know, let's say Thatcher continues to struggle or something like that, you know, whatever it may be. If Ackenhausen keeps throwing like that, maybe he could work himself into Sunday or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, well, we got the freshman Cam Johnson. Uh, Justin Lure maybe could extend. He was a starter at at Xavier last year. So there's dirt, there's definitely options, you know, that that there there's a lot of arms. It really is. And that's that's one of the positives of, of this year's team is there's just a lot of arms that you can play with. And you've got like, I think. <laughs> eight left-handed pitchers, nine left-handed pitchers, something like that. Griffin Herring could find himself in a, in a starting rotation somewhere if it, you know, if it play plays out right and if he's the hot hand. You know, there's several guys that Jay has alluded to that man. It's like this guy could be a starter. That definitely could happen. Um, so don't take this weekend and say, "Well, this is it," um, because. There's just a lot of guys on this staff that I think could contribute in, in multiple ways. They really could. Yeah. Um, but, man, Gage, when he came in in the, the ninth inning to close it out, it was evident that he just kind of commanded that inning. He, he, he had control of his stuff. It looked like he had control of his stuff. He was poised. It was – Dude, his 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 strikes were just potent. It just felt like they were popping the mitt a little extra. Uh, his breaking ball was pitched for a strike, um, and, and he's a four pitch guy. So like he he's got a change up. He's got a breaking ball. He's got a curveball. He's got a fastball. Like so, I, I would expect us down the road, maybe a couple weekends from now, seeing him on the weekend somewhere. 
Um, so who knows? You may you may see him come back this weekend and start on Monday or something. Right. Yeah. He only had a you know a few pitches, so maybe they're just warming him up. Yeah. Absolutely. He, yeah. He, he only threw I think eleven him. pitches. Yeah. He certainly could be used again at some point in this weekend, Sunday, Monday, um, for sure. But my thoughts, Zach. I just I think it was a solid first game. You got the win. You faced some adversity, which I think you need to. I think you need to be punched in the mouth a time or two to 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 be able to say, okay, we took that punch, but we got back from it, right? Uh, they they we we faced some adversity. We we couldn't felt like get the last out because like six. I know at least six. Oh, of yeah, their like runs. almost all. Yeah, a almost bunch of the runs, runs came came in two outs. outs. Yeah, on two outs. It was two out rallies. I know four of them came in one inning on two outs, and it was after Thatcher Hurd had kind of put the first two batters right up and right down. Um, so you you faced some adversity. You got punched in the mouth, and you responded. That I, I think that was really good for a first day game. Uh, and, and of course, you had flashes from from Jared Jones and Travinsky, and 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 of course Bingham and Kling, who I think are going to be those four guys right there are just going to be really solid this year. I think our boys have great years, man. The freshman Jake Brown, dude, he's stepping in the box. He looks like he's a junior. He looks like he's a junior. He is. He does not look like a freshman at like at, yeah. at all. He looks ready like right now. He 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 got one pop fly out in right field and it was kind of shallow right field. He kind of took control, called everybody off, made the play, no problem, cool, calm, collected. Uh he stepped in the box, his very first at bat, first pitch, and sends it right back up the middle just seemed to take really mature at-bats, and, and I really like what I saw from Jake Brown. Jake Brown is going to be a star at LSU. He he really is. And, and, look, that's two years in a row that you've got the number one player in, in the state of Louisiana, and they've come in and, and contributed immediately in, in big ways. Um, obviously, Gavin Guidry was the number one player in the state, comes in as a true freshman, probably – most likely going to play in the infield and maybe take a backup role for the time being until Jordan steps away. Uh, we had the injury to Garrett Edwards and Chase Shores, and suddenly we're really short on bullpen arms, and we know he pitches, and he he's like, whatever I need to do to make the team win, and Gavin Guidry picks up the ball, and Gavin Guidry pitched the last pitch last year in the national championship. Mm-hmm. This year you have number one player in the state, Jake Brown comes in. He's starting in right field immediately, and he clear he he just clearly seems like he's the guy. Um, so I'm really excited about his future. Matt Bingham is is probably a one and done. I, I'm pretty sure this is his last yeah, year eligibility. Yeah, it's his fifth year. Um, man. His swing, I was telling you this, reminds me of Trey Morgan's so much. His stance clearly is not the same. He's, I mean, when you see Mac kind of standing in the box, he's just like straight up. Like he's just just a stick almost. Trey wasn't that way, and obviously Mac was also, is also a right-handed batter compared to Trey being a left-handed. But his swing is so flat. His swing stays in the zone for a long time. It feels like, and and those those hits that he had were great. Con- I mean, he literally had I think uh, two of the highest velocity hits of the day, uh, according to LSU baseball data, and 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 they, you know none of them went out of the park. They were just really solid fundamental, keep the bat in the zone, swing level, and made solid contact. And like you were saying, in a moment where it was like, all right, we've 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 got some runs, we got the lead, but we haven't had that breakthrough hit. It's been really VMI's error and not our success. Yeah. Um, Mac Bingham steps up and puts one 
down the line, you know, double off, uh, you know, just a solid hit out to, to left field and springs in two runs uh, and really, really sparked it, right? You got it to eight to six and that's that, that then pushed it to 10 to six and it felt like, okay, this is where we command this game. Correct. And we commanded it from the, from that point forward. Um, so that was absolutely crucial. And the reality is Mac Bingham is a veteran. He, he's going to bring a veteran presence to this team. Uh, he's experienced. He's played with Jay before his freshman year at Arizona, played with Jay. Um, so he's going to be, he, I think he's going to be a solid addition uh, to this team. And, and, so I was excited about Jake and, and Mac Bingham specifically. And, and man, even Kling. Kling looks really good in the center field um, and, and also had a double himself uh, that drove in two runs as well. So I'm just, man, the team has clear talent. And what's so exciting, and this is this is honestly like my thoughts, my takeaway from today. Man, we had a lot that we messed up, but we still scored 11 runs. Two errors, man. Two, Two errors. errors. Uh, the pitching, you know, obviously we had to go through a couple arms because we didn't get to extend like we wanted to. The 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 what I'm, my point that I'm trying to make is this team was really good, and they can be even better. There's there's they can be way way better than what they were today. Uh, you you had like we. We have hardly talked, like you said, about Tommy Tanks because he had an exactly. 0 for day, and you still scored 11 runs. Yeah, that's wild. So, like, that's a good point was, you make. Yeah, you scored 11 runs, and he didn't contribute anything other than he got hit by a pitch, and that scored a run. And he didn't want that, obviously. <laughs> he clearly did not want oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's he's pissed whenever he has, is Dude, having to take a base. He, Whether it's a walk or hit by pitch man. or whatever. Or intentional he wears walk. it on his sleeve. He wears it on his sleeve, man. He, he, don't, he is not happy about it. So, the, the point being is this – I was really happy with what I saw in the first game. You saw some adversity. They responded. But there's so much more potential – for this team. There's so much growth that can be had throughout this season uh, that it, it is exciting. It, I, I'm, I am very excited about what this team can be in a month or two, what they can look like when they get in the routine of, of playing, when we establish, okay, this is our best lineup. Uh, this is how, you know, this player plays when when we're facing this this pitcher, right? Whether it be Brady Neal or Malazzo or however that works, or uh, and then when you establish your pitching rotation and what that looks like, which we need to see the, how the rest of the weekend plays out. There's a lot of arms we still haven't seen, uh, so there's more to be done, uh, and, and there's a lot of potential uh, to, to this season, and I'm excited. Jay Johnson is a phenomenal coach, and I'm excited about what he can do with this team following the national championship. So, with that being said, Zach, what are your season, I guess, predictions, expectations? What What do you think is going – with all that being said, what do you think this team can do? Well, obviously I know – you know, every year, especially as an LSU baseball fan, because LSU is second uh, in national championships all time. So obviously, every year, like you're, you know, LSU fans are going to the 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 ceiling is national championship. All oh, ball, absolutely. Right? And that that ceiling will never change uh, for yeah. LSU baseball. I, I don't I don't think it will. And so this team definitely has the potential. They definitely have the potential to, to repeat. I, I do believe that. Um, do I think they will repeat? Repeat? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see how you know every every. There's, there's such. I mean, we're, talk, we're talking game one. It's, there's a long way to go until. I mean, you know, heading into last year, we knew like this team can win a national championship. Oh, period. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they did. Ultimately, they did. Sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes you have the best team in the country, hands down, and they're the most talented team in the country, best pitchers, best hitters, and you, and you just don't win, right? 2017. Correct, 2017. Yeah. Um, 
And then, but like for it to go the way that LSU, um, with LSU that having the expectations that they did, everybody that they had last year, for them to win the national championship, it was amazing. Um, you can do it again this year. It's just going to look a lot different, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yes, the expectation, the ceiling for LSU, I do believe is Omaha. Um, do I believe they'll get there? I don't know yet. I'm kind of in between them getting put out in the Super Regional. I, th- I know this is like jumping way ahead. This is like jumping to end of the year expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know yet if I believe that they will either just get put out in the super regionals or make it Omaha. I'm somewhere in between there. I'm somewhere in between getting put out in Omaha and getting put out in the super regionals. Yeah. Um you know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they win it all again. That'd be awesome. Um, but I'm somewhere yeah. in between there to just go ahead and jump all the way to the end. As far <laughs> as like overall like wins, well how many wins did we have last year? 40 40 Somebody like throw it in there. Was it over 50? Like yeah, it was definitely over 50. Oh, yeah, 50. I'm talking about the regular season. Oh, I'm not sure of the regular season. I think in the regular season they were 40-something. You have to look that up for me, Ray. I think LSU will probably be in the 30-plus this year as far as wins goes. Um, I think they're going to be probably mid-30s, uh, you know, heading into the postseason. I think that would be a really good – really good – Really good season for them, uh, and I think I think that's a, a level of expectation that they definitely can hit as well. So we'll have to wait and see, you know, how everything plays out. As far as the SEC goes, I, I don't think LSU is going to win the SEC. I, I could be wrong. I don't think they're going to win the SEC. You know, we'll see what happens in the tournament. Anybody can win in the tournament. You know, when it when it comes to the postseason and SEC and, and SEC play, but. Um, I think this team has the potential to be really good. Uh, I, I think they're definitely going to be a team that, you know, they're 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 very much contenders in the postseason. Let me yeah. say that. Um, it was forty two. Where, where forty two regular season wins. Forty two. Forty two in the regular season. Okay. Uh, what was it? What was the total? Fifty four. Total fifty four in the postseason. Twelve postseason games. Yeah, I think LSU somewhere in the low thirties to mid thirties as far as wins go in the regular season. Uh, I think that's a good landing spot for them. I think that's a conservative guess. I think it's. I think it's a realistic guess. Can they? Can they do better? Yeah, sure they can. Um, that but you know something we haven't talked about, Reagan, is this the schedule for them is brutal, man. I mean, it, oh, it's it's brutal. Absolutely brutal. It's it's going to be a very very difficult schedule. The the first it's a lot like last year where the first half is going to be, you know, just oh, every weekend, yeah, every weekend playing playing a ranked opponent almost. Uh, and then near the the near the back half of the SEC schedule, it's going to lighten up with teams like Mississippi State and uh, Auburn and Alabama. You well, know, State teams. is actually what you open up with. Who? State, you actually open play. Who do we play on the back? Who's the last five? I just had it pulled up a minute ago. Well, here's your the the long stretch that's really hard. You got Florida. Yep. In Baton Rouge, you go to Arkansas. Oof. Vandy comes to Baton Rouge. Okay. You go that's to terrible. Tennessee. Oof. To Missouri. So you have you. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Oh, go, there goes again, Reagan. There goes again. You just missed it. Hold your thumb up. Go off. By the way, hold I your, found hold your, out. Hold your yes, finger up. Yes. Hold your you thumbs up. Things it go. It does it. I have figured out what it does now. See. There you go. Watch. It's gonna do the balloons now. Watch. I figured it out. Now watch this. <laughs> now watch this. Oh, okay, Reagan. <laughs> you can you can use that for our our, uh, our show, our podcasting. <laughs> I can even do this. Uh, so, uh, oh, we got to do – hold on, pause, pause, pause. Um, Mac Bingham's performance today? Okay, okay, okay. Um, Thatcher Hurd's performance today. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tommy White's performance today? Tommy White's? I mean, you, you <laughs> these guys thumbs down. You gotta hold it, man. You're you're you're, you're, you're taking. There you go. There you go. 
There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, Hayden Travinsky performance today. For our viewers, or, or excuse me, for our listeners, for our listeners that do not know, last last uh, show we had, Reagan found out his new uh, laptop has these features where if you do certain hand gestures, all these different you know things pop up in the background. Emotes or something. Emotes, whatever you'll call them. Uh, and we were really thrown off by it in the last episode. Um, yeah. And so now Reagan has found out all of the emotes that he can do with his, these hand gestures on his new laptop. Right. And so one of the things is if you do a thumbs up, a little bubble pops up with another thumbs up, thumbs down, same thing. Yeah. Uh, peace sign is some balloons and two peace signs is some confetti. So you're like, what the heck is happening? Uh, there you go. That That's what was happening. Uh, so right. anyway, <laughs> anyways, continue, Reagan. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt there. It was no, you're a little good. fun. You're good. That was, but anyways, you're, it's not a terrible stretch. No, I'm looking at it. You play Florida in Baton Rouge. You go to Bomb Walker. I think that's going to be your toughest. Yeah, I probably. think it's going to be your toughest. Which Arkansas struggled today too. But like I said, I mean, LSU yeah, struggled. Florida, Florida just got beat. Vanderbilt struggled. You have Vandy. Yeah, oh, that's the one I forgot to mention. Vandy was down 8-11 to 11 going to the bottom of the ninth and had to walk it off with a three-run bottom of the ninth to beat uh, oh, who was FAU. It? FAU. Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Vandy comes to uh, Baton Rouge, and then you go to Knoxville. You go to there. And then that kind of ends the, the really tough stretch. Which, Reagan, I think, I think if I heard correctly, uh, we might be going to the LSU-Mississippi State Series in Starkville. Yes, I absolutely plan on going to the series in Starkville. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hopefully you can go as well, but I am planning on that for sure. For Sure. Um, so, Zach, anyways, yes, the schedule is really tough. I think it's manageable. I mean, Florida, again, not trying to overreact. Florida's going to be a great team. Florida did just lose uh, to St. John's in their own stadium, and they got to play in Baton Rouge. Um, favorable. Which is favorable. And you get Vandy in Baton Rouge. Uh, your toughest by far is going to Fayetteville by far. That's your. That's going to be the toughest – uh, of the uh, of the in any SEC weekend, it's going to be your toughest. You do go to Starkville, obviously. That's going to be a tough venue to play in. Man, if Lamones don't turn it around this year, he's probably gone. State's probably done with him. And some people he's are saying, job this year. yeah, some people are saying they'll be better, and maybe they will be better than what they have been. I just don't see them being what they want to be, if that makes any sense. I thought they'd be better than what they were last year, but maybe not what they wanted. I mean, shoot, they beat us last year, two or three. They did. They did. That was, yeah, that was one of the low spots of the season, actually. Anyways, my season prediction, Zach, uh, I'm right around where I think you're you're at. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say to, to, to manage expectations – I'm going to say that LSU is a super regional out. I think we make it to a super regional. I think we definitely are good enough to get to a super regional and compete in a super regional. I would not be surprised in the slightest if we made it to Omaha. Um, but for the for first game reaction, first game going off our first view of the team, I'll say super regional out. That's that's what I'll go with. I mean, so, yeah, we're both kind of there. You're just man. You're you're replacing a lot of firepower. Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan, Gavin Dugas, Cade Beloso, Braden Jobert. Man, that's a lot. That's a Jordan lot. Place, but yeah, Jordan Thompson as well. Um, but it, you know, th this is a very talented roster. And you're deeper in terms of your arms. Um, so if the offense comes along and the arms are what we expect them to be, um, then I, I, I would think that they will be a very solid team this year. Absolutely. Oh, Danny Girl said, uh, I know we are going to spend the same amount of time on the yeah. softball team right now. Danny, how about that? Was that was a nail biter, Danny. The walk-off. 
ranked opponent, obviously in the Stillwater uh, uh, Invitational. Uh, boy, they got a they got a few tough games ahead of them. I'm I'm very excited about the next few days. I know, I know they're going to play Oklahoma State. Obviously, I'm forgetting the other opponents off the top of my head. I, I really am. Uh, so I apologize, but a good ranked win uh, over Northwestern, a walk off win, man, seven and zero to get the start. They've been dominant. Yeah, they you had the grand, you had the grand slam in there as well. The grand slam. So they do play Oklahoma State next. They play them uh, tomorrow, and it's been moved. It's very early, nine thirty tomorrow morning. Oklahoma State number six, Washington. Washington. Woo, that's brutal. Minnesota. Then you play Minnesota. Now, that one's not as tough, but both yeah, of those games are tomorrow. I knew yeah, it was another tough. It's going to be an LSU packed Saturday. Yeah, you're going to have two softball games. You're going to have the baseball game, and you're going to have the men's basketball game. Oh gosh, that's a lot. So yeah, uh, Zach, I don't know. If I'll be able to catch all of them. That's going to be wild. Yeah, but Zach, my prediction is a super regional out. That's what I'll say for now. Obviously. Obviously, I hope for for better, but that's what I'll say. Yeah. I really, really think, Zach, that you're looking at next year saying that team can win it all. I mean, you're talking about guys like Jake Brown having another year under his belt, uh, Paxton Kling being a junior, Gavin Gidry being a junior, Brady Neal being a junior. Yeah, Bear jo- well, Bear Jones is a draftable sophomore. That's what really – Well, Pax and Kling's a draft-eligible sophomore as well. That too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, we'll see how it plays out. But if they if they decide to stick around, Pax and Kling, Bear Jones, uh, you know, I would say next year you're, you're certainly looking at a potential championship team. I, I think they have the, the, the ability to do it this year. I really do. I really do. Zach, there's one guy, though, before we get off of baseball, before we get to baseball, and he's probably not going to play as much this year just because of Michael Braswell. Um, but Steve, Milam? Stephen Milam? Dude. Good. Dude, I am very high on Stephen Milam, 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 however you pronounce it. I have no idea. Uh, somebody, somebody, tell us how you pronounce Steven. I think it's Milo, but I I could be wrong. But man, that that brother looks good. He looks really, really stinking good. I'm excited about him. I I really am. The spring is jam packed with sports. Absolutely, inexperience and need chemistry on baseball team. Not time. Not. Not time to overreact, but was not convinced today over concerns I had going in, in particular Bear at first. That uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Danny. We're pretty good. There, there were two plays that that would not have happened. <laughs> there were two plays that happened. <laughs> two plays that happened today that probably would not happen if Trey Morgan was there. Two, those, two plays. The one now, that got one away. was not Bears' fault. The pickoff that went past him, I, I can't remember which pitcher it was, but it was it was on the pitcher. It wasn't on Bear. Uh, he threw it behind the runner, so Bear had to go around the base runner to try and get it. It was just. Wasted. I think that was Lore. I could be wrong. It was either Lore or Ackenhausen. I can't. One remember. of them, yeah. It, but it, it wasn't Bears that fault. doesn't happen though either. You know, I don't no. think that happens either if, if Trey's over there. No, and then of of course the the throw that my you know I, n- none of them was was solely on bear, neither of them was solely on bear. the The other one was Michael Braswell. Bear could have made the play, and it not gone past him, but the throw was a little. It was not the best throw. It wasn't the best throw. Morgan and Jones is like Tesla to Toyota Corolla. <laughs> hey, don't on Corolla. Toyota maybe, go a long way. Maybe like maybe like Tesla to like Honda Civic. Something like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. No, but I can't. I, I, I ain't out here saying he's a Camaro or a Mustang, but you know. But I no, will agree, right, you man. know. I will agree, Morgan. Yeah, Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, those don't happen if Trey's there. I, I mean, that's just 
Well, we mentioned this, Reagan. We mentioned this. You got to, you got to, you got to tamper your uh, expectations. You can't, you can't make Bear Jones. Not that you are, Danny Girl. Not saying you are, Danny Girl. But yes, absolutely. Not saying you are. But the reality is, Trey Morgan is probably the best defensive first baseman that college baseball has ever seen. Uh, I I don't know if I've ever seen somebody play baseball at first base like Trey Morgan. I I just. I definitely never have. Uh, never. You, you normally have someone like Bear Jones, who's a thumper, just catching ground balls. Yeah, like uh, Bear Jones is prototypical first baseman. Yeah, absolutely. And he and he can do what he did today, put one in the bleachers uh, for a three-run bomb. This is a uh, good question, though, that she asked, Reagan. Um, she said, why did he pull Milazzo for Neil? I think you're going to see a lot of that this year. I think you're going to kind of see a rotation there between those two guys. Uh, we know that Neil has the bat. I will say though, with how Malazzo was playing, I mean he he had the he had the sharp base hit up the middle, and then he had um, he had the liner straight to the third baseman, and that was his two that was his two his at bats. Yeah. Um, I think any of the my, two throwouts were great as well. Yeah, yeah, so I was maybe a little like, okay, why would he pull him there? Because he's looked really good. I would have probably more understood if he if he was over, you know, or something like that. But um, I thought I thought that he looked really good. I thought Malazzo looked really good. I think they're just trying to get a rotation there and give uh, Brady Neal opportunities to get at bats uh, because we know what Brady Neal can do as far as at the plate goes. Yeah. I I, I think you're going to see a lot of that, like Zach was saying. I, I just – both of them are – I would say Neal maybe gets the edge when it comes to the offensive side and you probably give Malazzo the edge on the defensive side. So it's like – This is true. This is true as well. Because of the pitching changes. Yeah, it could be because of the pitcher as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ryan also said Corollas are uh, and Civics are. are some of the most. I, I agree, Ryan. Right. I agree. I have yeah. a Civic. I got a Civic, man. It's awesome. I love it. It's great. Never gives me any issues. Anyways. I actually want a Corolla. That's like something I, I would – or Camry, one of the two, Toyota Corolla. Or Al's also in here. He says, hey, guys, great to see you once again. Thank God LSU baseball is back. Amen, Al. Amen. We're glad it's back too. That's right. Well, so, with that, I think um, we should take a break. Unless you got something else. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, baseball wise, we'll Zach. We'll hold a, go ahead, hit a quick break. We'll come back and we'll discuss uh, hoops and uh, maybe looking forward uh, to to what they have ahead of them after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue Show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue, Zach. Um, the girls kind of have a week off. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, this entire week they they played and uh, won. Oh man, draw, I'm drawing a complete blank on on who they played. Just they recently. beat Bama. They came back. Beat Bama. Yes, they came back on Bama uh, and beat Kim Mulkey's old friend over there, um, and. They've kind of had the week off, and I believe they start back up on Sunday. Is that correct, Zach? Uh, so their their next game is actually, I believe, on Monday. They Monday, play uh, right. Texas A&M Monday. Yes. So they've kind of had the week off, kind of like the men did, had a while back. Um, so reality is that the men's is what we got to talk about here. Uh, LSU men's basketball, Zach, I don't know if you watched it. Heartbreaker. <sighs> Oh my God! Another another heartbreaker. I I I just I cannot stand the fact that McMahon can it, he cannot gain the respect that he deserves. I feel like it, it's like nobody's willing to give it to him. I'll give it to him, but man, they played Alabama the other day really stinking good. They just got away. Yeah. They got away to them at the end. They played them really good toe to toe. The best offense probably in the country in Alabama. Toe to toe, they went with them. 
and then they go on the road to Gainesville. This stretch is just golly. At Tennessee, Bama at home, at Florida. Tomorrow you got to play at South Carolina, the 11th ranked team in the country, and then you got to turn around and play Kentucky. It is it is brutal. It's just absolutely brutal. Uh, and there's not many teams that 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 might be arguably the the toughest five game stretch. It probably is God, the toughest I mean, five game stretch in the country. Golly, it's just and, and when you go through something like that, a stretch like that to steal a game, to steal a game like at Florida, just would have been man would have been so uplifting for this team. Uh, they were down big, and, man, they fight. They fight like heck to get back. The team that is, that is a characteristic of Matt McMahon's teams is that they just don't quit playing. They don't give back. They don't, they don't uh, give up. And they were down 20 in, in, the, in the second half. In the second half, they were down 20. Yeah. Fought all the way back. And man, did they have an opportunity at the last shot to win it, to tie it? Uh, I, I thought that Jordan Wright was fouled on the putback, but the reality is he had a wide open shot and just short armed it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think Jordan was surprised at at how wide open he was and was just like, oh gosh, and like you know, just was like, I got to get it off. I'm I'm so wide open, and just yeah. in that reaction, short armed it, and then got the rebound and went for the putback. And I really think he was, I think he was fouled on the putback. But just in the moment, it was so last second, and it happened so quickly. I you know I I also understand why the refs missed it. Um, it just feels like they're on the cusp of being a team that's competing within the top five of the SEC, the top four. Uh, I mean, you think about it, they started their SEC schedule three and one. And if you go back and let's say they win that game against Texas A&M and they win that game against Georgia that they lost in the last second to at Georgia, and let's say they steal that Florida game, that changes their SEC record from four and seven to seven and four. Mm-hmm. Like this margin, this margin, they're this close from the record being four and seven to seven and four. They're they're so stinking close. And Matt McMahon has dudes coming in that he is building, that he is working with, that I think once. He has, you know, the guys that he's recruited, the guys that he's bringing, and it's really his program. I think he will be a successful coach at LSU. I really do. Uh, you see the mentality of his players. You, like Danny Girl is saying, they're scrappy, they're gritty. They just don't quite have the talent to to be there yet. To be in the, the experience is there. They just don't have the the talent as well. That's right. They don't have the talent and the experience. Yeah. And man, it pops every now and then. It, every now and then it pops. Jordan Wright will pop off for like a twenty five night. Will Baker will pop off for like a thirty piece. Jalen Cook will pop off randomly, and it, it it just that's the reality of the situation. Is he had to scrap things together. And it feels like really this is his year one. And he had to restart again and put this back together. And when you hit the portal the way that Matt McMahon has had to hit the portal, the chemistry may be not quite there. The talent may be not quite there. But the reality is if you look at what Matt McMahon is doing in his high school recruiting, guys, he he has good players coming in. If you have been watching – the growth of Mike Williams. Mike Williams is what Matt McMahon can have this program to be one day. Yeah. Right? Mike Williams is Matt McMahon's guy. He he came in 
with Matt McMahon's recruiting. He's come in and trained with Matt McMahon and his staff. And you have seen the steps that Mike has take, taken from, from having to start as point guard because Jalen Cook wasn't eligible to now where he's – man, he's – He's contributing really important minutes to the team, and he's matured, and he doesn't look like a freshman anymore. And I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, man, Corey Chest is going to be phenomenal next year. He's going to be a freak. And you have Curtis Givens coming in. And, and like he's Eventually, this is going to come together. I really feel like it's going to come together with him. But I'm hoping the fans will give him – the benefit of the doubt. I, I just, yeah, they're, they're not though right now. They just aren't. And I get it. It stinks to watch your team lose, but it feels like it's right there, Zach. It really does. Yeah. It, it's definitely, uh, I mean, I, I understand for fans, like it's, it's disheartening at times because um, even th- like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a positive and a negative. Like when, when you're, when you're talking about being this close, right? Because yeah. you're like, okay, the program's moving forward and things are getting better than what they were, but also it's heartbreaking because you're like, oh, because you have so many heartbreaks. I mean, you have the Texas A&M game, you have the Georgia game, you have the Florida game, you know, you you just have those games where it's like, and if we just could, if we just could have had one extra possession or a few seconds left on the clock, like maybe we could have pulled this off. And as you said, your record could have potentially been from four and going from four and seven to seven and four. But the reality is they're just not quite there right yet. I mean, this this is a perfect example, Reagan. You, I mean, they're just not quite there, right? Yeah. So um, it's going to have to be a a patient waiting. Let's let's wait to see how the rest of this year plays out. Let's wait to see what next year looks like in year three under McMahon, and also when he has mostly all of his guys yeah. um, that he has recruited and and developed uh, in the program. So I, I think th- year three, year four is going to be a lot better um, understanding of what Matt McMahon can do uh, with this LSU program. And so it's going to, we're just, it's just going to have to a wait and see uh, type situation for the LSU fans. And I understand at times it's discouraging, but you have to understand uh, the reality of the situation that LSU is coming out of. Yeah. Also, <sighs> Your your schedule right now is rough. The back half of this is a lot lighter. They could wind up being 500 SEC play. And the reality is, compared to last year, that's a massive job. It's a massive You won two SEC games last year. Two. Two. You've won four so far, and you've got a lot more to play. So, uh, look, you're probably going to lose again tomorrow. I hate to say that. I hope they go into Columbia and beat South Carolina. I really do. But Lamont Paris has – South Carolina playing really well. I mean, they're number 11 in the country. They're number 11 in the country, and you're going into their house. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, Maybe they can get through this stretch and come out on the other side with some victories and fight towards 500. After after South Carolina, after Kentucky, you have home against State, home against Georgia. You, You go to Vanderbilt. You go to Arkansas, and you have home against Missouri. I mean, you can, you can legitimately win all five of those games yeah. at the end of the season. So, um, you know, maybe maybe you can pull out one of these games uh, against South Carolina, Kentucky. Well, if you maybe. lose those two games and then turn around and win the back half, you're nine and nine. Nine and nine. You're nine and nine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think LSU has the potential to still be at 500 in the league. It's going to be really hard. I mean, yeah. it's going to be tough. It would have been really um, nice to steal that old that Florida game. Yeah. If they would have, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. All right, guys. It's been a great show. LSU Tiger Baseball is back. Tomorrow you get to watch another one. Lots of sports playing tomorrow. Big time day for softball. Two top ten matchups for the Tigers. Let's see what uh the lady Tarinas can do. Let's, uh before before we wrap up, Reagan, I say yeah. we go and hit maybe just a few more comments. Maybe I'm missing some. Yeah, I think there is some in here. Maybe I know Danny girl's been blowing us up. She said uh, women's basketball has Texas A&M and then Auburn the get back game. I, I really hope that uh, LSU can LSU women's can can they steal that one back because that that was a that was kind of a, a punch in the gut that game uh, at Auburn yeah. that you lost. Um, we owe them, but I know we have to talk about baseball, men's basketball. Not that I'm judging or anything. <laughs> Yeah, true. 
Uh, she yeah, she back. also alluded to you know being kind of this close with the men's basketball. Watching the the men's team is like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm turning this off. It is too painful. But before you switch it, they turn it on and have you hooked until the last second on the clock. Very true. Literally the other night. Literally what happened the other night. Anyways. So. Appreciate you, Danny girl, for being in here, being active, and Ryan and all you guys. Appreciate y'all watching. Tiger baseball is back. Softball, big day tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we get – maybe, Zach, maybe just maybe, maybe just maybe. We can go 4-0 and tomorrow. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be amazing. That'd be per- that'd be a great day. If it's 4-0 tomorrow, that's, that's really good. That's a really great good. day. It's gonna be really, really, really good for the especially softball if the softball team yeah. goes to it. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll see what Beth Torina and the Lady Tigers can do tomorrow against top competition. Get to look at uh, Luke Holman, the new Tiger from Alabama, and we'll see what the men's can do in Columbia against the Gamecocks. Appreciate y'all watching. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five star here, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that, five stone in the